welcome everybody to the Be Higher Beings podcast. My name is Neil First, and I'm here with uh, Dave Weiss, otherwise known as Flat Earth Dave. Um, Dave is a flat earth researcher, um, but the more I watch Dave, Dave's more of a truther to me. Um, <clears throat> Dave is the host of the Flat Earth podcast, which is everywhere. It's, uh, he's also got a YouTube channel which is uh, Deep Inside the Rabbit Hole, or D-I-R-D-I-T-R-H. Um, let me see, what else? And from watching Dave, <laughs> Dave is, Dave is a, a real fun guy to, uh, to, to listen to and talk to, and I am super, super excited to, uh, to talk to you, Dave. Welcome. Thank Neil, you. thanks for having me. Love, the, love having discussions. So where do you stand on... The Earth, gun to your head, two seconds, flat or round or something else. So, uh, I would have to say. A Sorry, plane. you're dead. <laughs> yeah, right. That's 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 where I'm at right now. So, you, I got an email from Dave last week, and it was I, I hadn't I hadn't really looked in the flat Earth um, when I whenever I would research or you know look it up or Google it or whatever. I would get taken to the place that Dave tells everybody not to F and go, which is the Flat Earth Society, and it is ridiculous. Um, but I looked up Dave, and I found I found you on, on YouTube. I, I, saw, I saw you making a lot of sense. Um, <laughs> and I saw, you know, I, I, I saw a lot of people not making a lot of sense. For the for the the case that we're on a spinning ball, it's it's just it's it's weird now. It, like being on a spinning ball is weird to me now. And this is only after a few days of nice. me uh, taking a, taking a look at stuff. Now understand, I I I woke up kind of like my my uh, background. I kind of woke up in the addiction healthcare thing. So I know we're being lied to. I understand that part of it, which which kind of helps me understand that that you know, all possibilities are, are real. Um, and one of the, one of the biggest things that, um, that I really appreciate, like when you say, like people ask, why would, uh, why would they um, try and try and deceive us about, about the earth's shape? Why and such a big lie? Right. Why, why such a big lie? And, and your answer relates to my answer is why would they tell somebody that they'd be an alcoholic for life? Right, because to keep them in fear, to keep them in fear. If you're if you're giving your power away to this other thing, right? If you're trying to manifest on a round Earth, right? If you're giving your power away to something that doesn't exist, then you're just you're just expending energy. Um, and when you're expending energy, you're not you're 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 all over the place. So, you, you know the the the. We've heard, we hear there's so much deception in this world. It's so much, it's overwhelming, even for somebody that's been examining, you know, the lies for decades now. The only really truthful statement is from FDR. The only thing to fear is fear itself. Fear yeah. is the cause of all misfortune. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It, it just keeps us in that state of, uh, of needing to do something when nothing needs to be done. Um, and that's, that's my experience, um, with it, but, um, but yeah, so here I'm, I'm, I wanted to do this on the zoom. I'm glad you got the, I'm glad you got the background and stuff like that. 
So I want to I want to start from the beginning. I know this story. I've heard you, you say it a dozen times at least. Um, but how did you get into all of this? So I'm a normal guy, business guy, you know, working for corporate America. And on the side, I did a podcast called Deep Inside the Rabbit Hole. And it was basically looking into all of the deceptions. I don't want to call them conspiracies because people add the word theory to that. And it's not a theory. It's actual, there are deceptions in this world. Just turn on the news. It's all deception. So in the third year of the podcast, people started sending me, hey, Dave, have you looked into Flat Earth? And I would just delete it. I was like, that's crazy. That's dumb. That's, you're an idiot. And then they keep on sending stuff. And I would ban them from our social media for wasting my time. And then I was forced to look into it. And I went in kicking and screaming like everybody else. Nobody, you know, Flat Earth is the dumbest thing ever, right? That's what we're all brainwashed before we could talk to think about, to think about it. You know, as I showed earlier, you know, we're not a disc floating in space. We're not, you know, they, 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 they want us to believe, you know, when you mentioned Flat Earth, people are like, Flat Earth, that's the dumbest thing ever, you know, a disc floating in space or, or we're the only flat planet with other round planets, okay? That's not what flat earth is. This is what they brainwashed. So we would just dismiss it. So I went in with a biased attitude to, you know, which isn't the way to investigate anything. You, you, you know, you got an open mind. Let me, is it this way or is it this way? I went in to disprove flat earth and prove the globe. Okay. Right. And I came out the other side going, wow, the globe is ridiculous. I mean, this is what they want us to believe we live on spinning at a thousand miles an hour, orbiting at 66,000. 600 miles an hour, chasing the sun at a half a million miles an hour and moving sideways at 1.2 million miles per hour, right? All of that's happening, but the stars reset every year to the exact same position, right? That makes no sense. You know about the Georgia Guidestones? I don't. Georgia Guidestones in Georgia in the United States have um, these are these were built in the early 1980s. This is a big deception. You got to look into Georgia Guidestones. Basically, there's there's 10 commandments on there in like 15 different languages, um, basically saying that they want to depopulate the earth to 500 million and never let it rise over that number again. That's a serious depopulation if you believe the current population numbers. But more importantly, there's a hole drilled through a long thin hole right here, drilled through this one. And when you look through it, what you see is the star. Polaris, okay, which is our North Star. And if you do a time lapse, you can see all the other stars are circling around Polaris, right? Mm. But where's, and this was built over four decades ago, okay? But Polaris is still in that hole. We're orbiting and twirling and whirling and flying and traveling billions of miles a year, but somehow Polaris stays right in that hole. Right. That's insanity. This is proof right here that the earth doesn't move and everything we see in the sky is within the earth system spinning around us like a perfect clock. Yeah. So that's how I got into it. (laughs) Yeah. That's, that's awesome. Um, And so that's what science does. Science goes to, to disprove something, not fit something into their theory. Well, right. And that's, the argument, I'm sorry, sorry, to, sorry to interrupt, but the, but the argument that, you know, the, the trolls will make out there is flat earthers don't like science. You know, you don't like science. We have iPhones. You know, we have iPhones. Therefore, the earth is round, right? The earth is a globe. That has nothing to do with it. We love science. It's the, it's the people that are pushing the globe model that use scientism. It's a religion. They have zero proof. So we're, as we go through this today, 
we're going to talk about some stuff that's crazy. That'll be stuff about the globe and stuff that makes sense. That'll be stuff about the flat earth, right? We'll talk about science, how you can prove everything that I talk about um, that's within our realm is testable, repeatable, provable. You can do it yourself. You can verify it yourself. Everything that NASA says is unverifiable. It's all just, you have to take their word. And I'm going to show you that NASA's, you know, a complete load of crap. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I'm the student. You're the teacher. I, I am. I'm here to to learn from you. That's I want people to, to learn. Um, and I think just that that kind of, you know, me asking questions, you you might know what questions I should be asking, too. Um, you're going to ask all uh, no facts. <laughs> you're going to ask what I call Flat Earth 101, because there are no 102 or 201 questions because there are no the flat earth makes sense. The globe makes no sense. You just have to break the programming. So anything you want to ask, but we can go from there. So since you have the uh, Polaris up there now, I was watching, and you probably, you might know this. Uh, I was watching both sides of the story of the, of the flat earth story um, or the, uh, the, the people trying to debunk flat earthers and the flat earthers, they go, I watched you. Okay. Um, there was one thing that, that I wanted to ask you, um, like you can see Polaris, uh, how far down can you see Polaris in the Southern half? So, do you, do you know, so according to the globe model Polaris, so, so we're on a spinning ball, right. And Polaris is lined up with the axis of that spinning ball. So you should not be able to see it below the equator. Cause the equator is going over the other side, according to that axis. Right. Right. So unfortunately, there's, there, there's an observatory 30 degrees south. I forget the name of it. And uh, it's getting harder to find that information. But several times they have seen Polaris. And the excuse that they give is like it's refracting up through thousands of miles of Earth. But on certain clear nights, you can see it. The reason you can't see stars, uh, that you see different stars in the south, is be just because you're farther away from them. So here's, a, here's an example, a, a simple way. The stars, everything we see in the sky is within the Earth system. It's all close and small. It's not trillions and billions of miles, and there's not the size of you know, hundred million suns. There's nothing like that. They're all within the Earth system. So imagine you and I are in a room, a big empty room, ten foot high ceilings, and it's got recessed lighting, and those are the stars. Okay. Yeah. Now we're going to expand that city, that 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 room out to the size of a city. You know, miles wide, right? So now you're going to go. Uh, the center of that room, I'm standing near the center and the Polaris is somewhere close above me. I can see it, mm -hmm. right? right? And you're gonna go five miles away from me, right? Five, any, any direction away from the center is south, okay? So you're going mm -hmm. south and at five miles, a 10 foot high ceiling will merge with the floor. You will not be able to see any, you, it'll just become the floor. That's how perspective works, how, how our eyes work. If you had a super zoom camera, you can zoom in and open that up again. But basically right. it would close, you and I would not be able to see each other, okay? Right. And then we both look up at the same time, I see Polaris, you see different stars. Right, um, so I might see the, the Southern Cross or? The Southern Cross circles around out there uh, the, let me, let me find a, a, a good map. So the Southern, Southern cross would be, you know, it would be out here on there's So there's a disc of stars with Polaris being in the center 
and the stars go around and the, so the Southern Cross is out here. So let's say it's midnight over in South America and they could see the Southern Cross. Well, people in Australia can't see the Southern Cross. They're very far away, but that's because it's daytime. But 12 hours later, the Southern Cross is gonna go all the way around. And now it's midnight over here and here's the Southern Cross and they can see the same stars. It's just because it's spinning around. The whole okay. disc is spinning in the sky. Now the optics of the sky, there's crazy stuff. I mean, I believe there's a firmament, okay? A, a, a dome over us. And the optics of the sky are insane uh, when you try to figure them out. Have you ever seen the experiment with a, a, a empty glass and an arrow behind it? And, you're, and the, the camera's looking through the glass and the arrow's pointing one way and then they fill it with water and the arrow points the other way. It just changes yeah. direction. So, you know, in our model, you know, we, I believe that the space is most likely water. So with all of that, anything above our head or beyond the shoreline of Antarctica is speculation. And when I say is you want to prove the, the shape of the earth, the shape of your floor, don't look at the lights in the ceiling and tell me what shape the lights are. Look at the floor and tell me what shape the floor is. Right. Yeah. Here, here's, you know, some crazy optics looking through domes. And these are some observations that we see in certain places. They kind of, you know, are showing lots of the same stuff. Yeah, I was, I, I, I actually found those yesterday. Um, the, there's there what, sun dogs, right? There's sun dogs. You know, if you look up, it's called the coffee cup caustic. It's just the way light reflects and, and when the when the sun moves to the outer its outermost tr most track in December, it's closer to the dome. So you're getting all these weird reflections, like false suns. There's all sorts of optics in the sky that that happen. So good. So it's it's a time of year. Does does that does does do this, does that happen more at a in like in the winter months? It it will happen more in our winter months. Yes, in the in in. Uh, in December, but it depends on where you are. That's like out in the south. But uh, in uh, opposite times of the year, if you're in the in the opposite side of the hemisphere, I think it happens more there. So I think it happens all the time. It's just where you are and your relationship to the sun. Okay, um, yeah, that's that's amazing. I I, I read the what um, what the official narrative is on on that. They're talking about diamond dust or or ice crystals, is that like, based on, you, you've done way more, way longer research, way more research, is that even possible based on what, what you, I'm gonna look into it myself, Yeah. but what, like, what do you think on that? I think that we're seeing a reflection off of the dome. Like you can't make a rainbow inside your house. You, 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 need, you need to be outside. You know, if you have light coming in your house, you're not gonna have a curved rainbow, but outside it's always gonna be a curved rainbow. And I believe that's because of the dome. You need a you need a re, something to reflect the sunlight off of, so you know sunlight and daylight are two different things. Daylight is when the sun, which is electric in nature, like a Tesla right. coil, is fluorescing the gases and and maybe the dome itself. And most of the gases up high are nitrogen. Nitrogen fluoresces blue. Right. Okay. So so you get this you get this. Um, you know, light, they have us believing that light travels for billions of years and forever and ever. But here's a balloon uh, up at, I think it was like 80,000 feet. And over here is where the sun is and it's daylight over here. But over, right. over here, 
it's pitch black. Oh, yeah. Right, because you ever you ever play with a Tesla coil and a fluorescent bulb, you bring the bulb near it, maybe in science class, and the bulb will light up when it's just right. near it. Okay, right. the sun is doing that and it's lighting up a whole area of daylight. And then whoever can see the sun can also see sunlight, but daylight will precede the sun. Like it's daylight before the sun appears on the horizon. Right. That's because it's electrical field is reaching out farther. You know, solar power, uh, solar panels work. Not exactly, no, not even a little. Neither do scientists, right? <laughs> scientists have a theory on how they work. They don't know how they work. And I'm like, who invented them then? Where did they come from? I believe they came from, you know, previous uh, civilization that was here before us, but that's a whole nother, another thing. So it's because scientists believe that these photons are traveling for billions of, you know, 93 million miles from the sun coming here and then hitting the solar panel and knocking a boron molecule out that, that, that is replaced by another one. It creates a current. This whole thing, it's just a theory. Nobody knows how they work unless, and, that, and that's because they're not facing the fact that our sun is close. It's electric in nature. And basically it's just sending electricity here. And you hold the panel out and it collects the electricity, right? That makes sense. It's simple. The whole explanation right. of how solar panels work with a distant sun sending photons here is nonsense, right? But they can't see that because it's right in front of their faces. Put a, a, a house plant in front of a fire and put one in front of a fluorescent lamp. Which one's going to shrivel up and die? Which one's going to grow? The one in the fire. The one in front of the fire is going to shrivel up. And the one in front of the electric light is going to grow. Right, right. So there's a little kind of science experiment that we can do showing that electric light does make plants grow. Plants grow. Maybe the sun's an electric light. <laughs> Dude, you're awesome, man. I, I love that. Uh, I, that see, that's, I love these conversations because they open up so many, so many things that, that we the way I feel it, we're, we're so drenched in theory um, that like we have no, we're spinning around like what the hell is going on? The only thing spinning is our, is our theories and our, and our thoughts. Um, right. I mean, do you feel like you're, you're spinning faster than the speed of sound right now, right? You're spinning. Yeah. That's just one motion. You're orbiting the sun at 66,600 miles an hour. That's unfathomable to the human brain, that speed. We're also chasing the sun at a half of million miles per hour, right? Chasing the sun, yes. half a million miles per hour. And then that entire system's moving sideways at 1.2 million miles an hour. Do you feel any of that? Like if there was the tiniest earthquake right now, you'd be like, whoa, whoa. Your whole vestibular system would like freak out. Like something, the earth just moved a fraction of a millimeter and I noticed it, okay? Right. But in reality, we're perfectly still. And everything in the sky is spinning around us, right? Science, which I call, you know, Neil deGrasse Tyson and the rest of those frauds uh, say that, you know, we're spinning at all of these motions and the, and the water bulges at the equator 14 miles high. I used to think that was the coolest thing ever because the earth is spinning. The centrifugal right. force is making the water bulge 14 miles high. That's cool, right? Right. 14 miles high is higher than Everest. So where's the best viewing spot for that? And if, if you're flying from the Northern hemisphere to the Southern hemisphere, 
if it's 14 miles high, you're only flying at five miles high. At what point do you triple your altitude just to skim over that hump of water? Okay. And the yeah. answer is there's no point because water lays flat at rest, right? How come this lake isn't sloshing to one side or the other because of the spin of the earth? Yeah. It, that, yeah, you're, yeah, absolutely. This is absolute proof that we're not moving. People are like, well, you don't feel it when you're in an airplane. How come you can drink a glass of water or go to the bathroom? And I said, I, well, my answer to that is, first, take off the outside shell of the airplane. Second, increase the speed, the, double the speed. And third, have the thing start making a turn because all of the motions of the earth are not straight lines. They're we're curving down. The spin is a curve. The orbit is a curve. Everything right. is a curve. The, the, the yearly cycle is a curve. Okay. So curving is it, it, at a, what, if you're at a certain speed and you're turning, that's, that's acceleration. If you're in a car going hundred miles an hour on a perfectly straight flat road and you had a dinner plate and you put an inch of water in it, you could hold it. No problem. If you got steady right. hands, you're good. That car starts taking a turn. Where's that water going? wherever the opposite of where you're turning. That's right. And look at what we have here. This is proof that we're not moving. Well, the other thing that they say is that, that we slow down too. Yo and if you <clears throat> slow down in an airplane, you freaking know it. You're like, Ooh. So, so, so yeah. So you're in an airplane, you're, you're going wherever <clears throat> you're flying straight and level for the longest time. You fall asleep. You're watching a movie. Life is good, right? You're in a comfy chair flying in a tube in the middle of the sky it's, and you're, you're comfortable, right? Right. Because the ground is stationary below you. It's not spinning. But <clears throat> as soon as the pilot, like you're at like 40 minutes from your location and the pilot's like, all right, let's start descending at like, you know, a hundred feet a minute or something, right? Just, they just little throttle down the tiniest bit and they angle the plane down. You wake up, you're like, whoa, we're, we're changing our direction. Okay, right. That's dropping at like a hundred feet a minute. Okay, so we're spinning. I forget the calculation. I forget the calculation, but we're spinning, and we're dropping at like five miles a minute, or even more. It's ridiculous. A thousand miles an hour over the course of an hour, the drop is insane. So, so we're dropping at a rate that you can't even fathom. You can't even fathom. Yeah, it's wow. That's um, that's crazy. How come pilots aren't saying what you know? How come they like, are? Are they? I, so, I, I, there's, so, I'm sure there's some, but like, like, I, I almost want to ask, how is this? How could this be kept such a secret for so long? I mean, like, sea captains, cruise ships. Okay, so 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 good, great questions, great questions. So there's plenty of pilots that have spoken out. We interviewed a KLM pilot. Uh, she was on our show called Globebusters, and she was telling us all about how she knows the Earth is flat and all this stuff. And the next day she was fired or grounded, you know. So it's essentially she was fired. So that's not good. We talked to Qantas Airlines pilots. Now the Qantas pilots, they're doing this these southern routes, these long these long routes. Those those people, most of them have to know, and they're like, yeah, we all know. They all talk about it amongst themselves in the lounge, but they don't talk about it publicly because they don't want to lose their jobs. Right. There's plenty of pilots that have come out 
and said stuff. There's lots of pilots that are doing like these long flights and they'll do like a time-lapse with their own GoPro from their, from their um, cockpit showing how the sun never sets when they're going from like California to Germany. And they're, they're showing us impossible things on the globe, but again, they don't want to lose their, their, their jobs. People say, how come scientists aren't speaking out? Well, how many scientists are there? How many can you name besides Neil deGrasse Tyson and Bill Lye, the lying guy and lying box <laughs> and whatever his name is. Um, these like, like, there's not a whole lot of people that are just scientists. And, and if you look at it, no disrespect to, you know, people that have dedicated their life to science, but a lot of teachers and scientists are the ones that can memorize and regurgitate the information the best. Right. You know, Neil deGrasse Tyson says he will never talk to a flat earther because the conversation doesn't need to be ha happen because the science is settled. When has science been settled? Science is never settled because new evidence can make you change your theory. And they will never talk to us because there is only evidence of the flat earth. Lots of things work on a ball earth and a flat earth like circumnavigation east to west that works on a ball earth and a flat earth, but it doesn't work, uh, but, but, but Southern circumnavigation doesn't work on a flat earth. But the problem is nobody has ever circumnavigated the earth heading south. Right, now, do we, do we fly like south? I like when, when, I'm, when I'm hearing you talk, um, there, there are no flights so, like in the, in the Southern, not Southern hemisphere, but near Antarctica. Yeah. Um, but then I, I, and this is something that I, that I should probably research a little bit farther, but, um, but then I, I, there's, there's other videos that are, that are like, and these are only videos, um, but the, there's other videos that say, they, yeah, they, they do Southern flights all the time. Right. There are um, like no close, there, to, close to Antarctica, I guess I'll say it like. Yeah, that. well, there you can you can circle uh, close to Antarctica, but nobody crosses over Antarctica. Nobody. They, they've faked it numerous times, and I'll show you that in a moment. But if you look at this, so at the center of the flat Earth is the North Pole, and if you want to go right now, I've shown something else. But right now, if you if you put a compass down, the compass needle will point to the north, right? It'll point right to the right. center. And so if you push that compass east, you want to go 90 degrees east. Well, east, you would have to keep turning to the left to go around, okay? So the needle will stay north. Yeah, so the needle would stay. So when you dead reckon east or west, this is dead reckoning south right now. And south, you never come back. Nobody has ever gone like from Santiago and popped up in Australia, right? This is, you can also go in a, you know, whenever you go in a straight line, you end up going south. So this is going to show it east and west right now. You got to keep turning to maintain that. So a pilot will say, you know, I did go 90 degrees east. I left New York and I went over you know, Africa and, and the far east and I came back to California. So I went around a ball or did he just go around the lake? Right. The world is so a giant pond. Yeah. Explain that. So, so you know, we're trained to think that the earth is, that um, flat earth is a disc floating in space, which is not the case at all, right? This, this is, the, this is a, the shortest route from Santiago, Chile first, before I get into that. 
is straight across, right? And people say, well, you can't fly over Antarctica, it's too dangerous, you know, the rescue mission, if you ever crashed, okay, so you just stay out here, right? And go stay to like 50 degrees south and you go, that would be the shortest route, but that's not what happens. What, what happens is they go all the way up into the north, um, as my stuff gets rearranged all the time here. It's one problem with Zoom. They, they have all these images and they don't let you organize them and then they reorganize them when you're not looking. Um, so that would be the shortest route, but if I can find it, sorry for the delay. Um, but what they do is when you fly from Santiago, you go all the way up to the north. You go all the way up to like North America, cut across North America and cut down or all the way over to North America and then all the way over to uh, Europe and Dubai. And then they go all the way down, which makes absolutely no sense on a uh, on a on a globe it makes no sense whatsoever here it is so it goes all the way up like if i wanted to go all the way over here the the route that they take is all the way up all the way over here all the way down right right that is and they call that the great circle route because it just makes your mind melt but in reality let's look at that that route to the far side of australia it's a straight line all the way across america over to Europe, Dubai, and bam, it's a straight line. Airplanes fly over the earth plane. They're not air globes flying over the earth globe. The sea is level, not curved. Sea level, not sea curve. So straight lines on a flat earth. Here is um, the world record, Guinness Book of World Record for Southern circumnavigation so here's the north pole and they came all the way down right down here in california i might be going backwards but either way so yeah. they come over here this island they go to these islands over here to santiago then they go to antarctica and instead of continuing they turn around and go back and then they go up through brazil and over here and up back around and that's that's what they call southern circumnavigation this is what it looks like on a flat earth map right yeah nobody has gone south on a globe crossed over antarctica and then come up the other side no one's ever done it you know why you know why because <laughs> the earth is flat earth is flat and it can't be done that's amazing man yeah. uh yeah. one of here, one of here's, the wait, here's howard hughes's trip you know north pole right here uh mm -hmm. howard hughes when he first circumnavigated the world he just went Followed east. He went east and he made a circle around the North Pole. Alaska, right? This old yeah. map. He just made a circle around the lake. So the so the earth is like a pond. What is a pond? A pond is the where water accumulates in the low spot in the land, right? And what is the edge of the pond? The shore. The shore is, but why 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 doesn't the water go over the shore? Because the shore is higher than the water. There you go. So the, the higher land contains the water. Water needs to be in a container. Like imagine trying to take a bath without a tub, right? Water's just gonna go all over <laughs> the place, right? right. The and pond, there's the higher land contains the water. So the earth is like a giant pond, a giant lake where its surrounding land is Antarctica. Antarctica is the highest land on earth, right? It's the, it's the land that's higher than the level of the water. 
The water surrounds all of the continents, but the land surrounds all of the water. Antarctica mm -hmm. is bigger than all of the land and all of the oceans combined. That's amazing. Yeah. And it's off limits. This pink line is 60 degrees south. Every nation in that's in 1959 or 1957 signed a treaty that said nobody, no person, not you, not me, not any corporation can explore beyond this line independently until the year 2041, at which point they'll kick the can down the road another 60 years. Okay. Right. No one is allowed to go there. Why is that? Because anybody that goes out here would find out quickly that the earth is not a globe. Now, what is, what's that? Go ahead, go ahead. I was going to guess your question. Go ahead. Well, I was going to say, what's beyond that? And, and I've seen some stuff, but I, I want, like, so, I want any, so as I said earlier, anything above how high we can get and anything beyond the shoreline of Antarctica is speculation. Okay, there's a lot of stories. If you go, um, we're, gonna, we're gonna show my app in a minute because my app is the best way to find this information because it is it is hiding, uh, Google's hiding all the truth in flat earth. And um, one of the things in the Antarctica playlist, there's a story about the Iron Republic. Great, if you're on a long drive, it's a six hour read. It's amazing, it's an audio book. Um, it's an amazing story, but it's a story about some a congressman, a congressman or a senator, like in the early 1800s, uh, or maybe early 1900s, he got on a boat and he went to Antarctica and he found like a hole. He, he found like an inlet and he went through and he came out, he was lost in the ocean and he came across his land over here and the boat came out and people were like, hey, where are we? And they're like, oh, you're at the Iron Republic. And they're like, what's that? And he's like, well, you know, you're from America. Uh, we're on the other side of, the, of Antarctica about equal distance. And, and it's basically, his story is about the technology that they had there. This was long time, but this story was written in the 50s or 60s. Mm -hmm. And it was talking about a technology that we're just starting to see today that they have out there in the extra territory, extra terra, right? They might oh, even be considered extraterrestrials, right? Absolutely. So this is, again, speculation. There may be nothing there may be just a barren Iceland out there. We don't know because we have no firsthand information. And until we're allowed to independently explore out there, you know, there we go. Yeah. Is now one of the one of the things that I found was the Admiral Byrd story. Uh, was that the North Pole or, or was that Antarctica? That was the South Pole. That was so South yeah. Antarctica. He so he supposedly you know. Uh, uh, I believe that th this is my belief. And again, he's a Freemason, you know, he's, you know, it was- Admiral he, Byrd was a Freemason. Yeah. Was he, okay. was he required to tell us this? Did it slip out? Like on his way back, he was interviewed and it was on NBC on, uh, on like, I think it was on NBC early, you know, when television first started. And he talked about a land bigger than America, filled with resources that no human has ever stepped foot on, okay? That's weird, right? And then all of a sudden he got sick and no one ever heard from him again and the Antarctic Treaty went into place. So maybe he spilled the beans when the, when the elite figured out what this place was, the elite that are running the place now. So, you know, that's it. We don't have any other information. No one is allowed to go there. You know, they've, they've, they've uh, 
made airships, which used to be the, the way to travel the earth, uh, seem unfeasible, unfeasible and unsafe. But reality, that's how people used to travel. Yeah. Wow. And it's one of the one of the amazing things that I found is that um, over the last few days is that none of our architects like built no matter what we're building, they don't adjust for the curvature of the earth like the planes don't adjust for the curvature of the earth like right. It's almost like it doesn't exist. <laughs> well, oh, what do you, wow, really? Here, here, here's a talk about planes. <laughs> here's a here's a trip from uh, China from Taiwan to L.A. And this is the way it shows us goes. And here's uh, Hawaii's out here in the Hawaiian Islands. And right about here, there was an emergency, like somebody got sick or had a baby or whatever. And instead of turning around or landing in Hawaii or continuing, they went all the way up to Alaska. Okay, thousands of miles out of the way. But if you look at that on a flat earth map, Taiwan, this is where the accident happened. And they went to Alaska. Straight line. Okay. Straight line. Now there, there's a book called uh, 16 emergency landings prove flat earth. And all of the, you know, a lot of people say, well, you know, they went to that because that's where the major airport was. They couldn't land in Hawaii. You know, you can make up excuses all day, but they, uh, all of these landings land in places that only make sense on the flat earth map. So you can't make that excuse. Right. This right. guy documented all of them. This is available on Lulu. I highly recommend it. It's a high quality book. Buy the color book, put it on your coffee table, and anybody that picks it up will turn into a flat earther. Or you can get the free version online. Just look up 16 emergency landings. There's a PDF and you can download it and, and read it. Wow. That's cool. Thank you for that. I appreciate yeah. that. That's awesome. So what's what well, what do you have next? Because I was I'm going to ask like what what do you think is is above? Is there is it a dome? Is it glass? Like, and and this is and and I know that that you're not that you're not going to give like exact answers. I know there's there's speculation in in a lot of everything. A lot of like we're so drenched in theory. Um, I get it. Um, but based on what you you do this all the time, like you do this every day, based on you know all the people you talk to and what what your research shows you what what do you feel is like above us and below us and i think well here, here's the thing when when you discover that the earth is flat it's not the shape that matters who cares about the shape it's a lie that matters they you know instead of us believing that we're on a spinning ball flying through an infinite vacuum where every every single thing with that story is just impossible uh where we're insignificant flying through space, we're at the center of creation. This place was created for us. We are here. We are spiritual, powerful beings that have control uh, that nobody can take away our free will, right? So the elite want us believing that we're insignificant and that they we need to let them control us. And if we don't say no to all the stuff they're proposing, then we're tacitly saying yes. So, so it, it is the most important topic of our time. Right now, in the tyranny that's going on in this world, if we are ever able to somehow get our freedom back, how long can you keep it if your brain is in a matrix, in a prison, you know, flying through infinite space, lost, when there will be people here that know the truth, that have evil intentions, and know the power of our minds? They don't want us to know the power of our minds. 
So the analogy I use is Keanu Reeves in The Matrix, right? Neo, you've seen the movie, right? So at the beginning, he's lost in the matrix. He he doesn't know where he lives. He doesn't know who he is, and he's just a vegetable. And Neo's, you know, he's sleeping a lot. He's depressed. He's on the computer trying to figure it out. And then look at Neo at the end of the movie. He realizes who he is, where he is, what he is, and takes back his own power and realizes the power of his mind. That's what the elite are afraid of. They want to keep us dumbed down and stupid. They're fluoridating us. They're poisoning us. They're jabbing us. You know, they're doing all sorts of stuff to stop this knowledge from getting out. They want to keep us as good worker slaves. And right now they're trying to depopulate us, whether you want to admit that or not. I mean, go look at the Georgia Guidestones. It's not like they wrote it in stone that they want to depopulate the world. Oh, wait a minute, they did in right. 15 different languages. Yeah, there I'm I'm definitely um on board with uh with with that that the narrative being exposed with the depopulation and um you know that uh the the masks are controlled, the, the jabbing is controlled. I mean it's yeah. <laughs> it's it's gross. Um and what I think is like so important, what, what you do, like when you when we expose all the bullshit, all the all the lies we've been told, like from, from the medical industry to, to platter to to the chemtrail to, to every to our water being poisoned, our 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 uh, crops, you know, it's there's a full spectrum of bullshit. Right. right. There's a there's a full spectrum of bullshit. And and this is this is probably the biggest thing. It's like it's like you don't know you're living in your house. If your house is a square, you don't know you're living what you don't know what your house is. This this lie of spinning and and you know, like keeping the how, how does the water not flat? We're asking so many questions, we're losing our path to our spirituality, our exactly it's, it's, a, it's a distraction. Right. In my opinion. Once you see the creation, you can no longer deny the creator. Okay. You can take that wherever you want it, but this is not a random accident. What would be less spectacular than this being a random accident is a tornado going through a junkyard and building a fleet of 747s on its own. Okay. <laughs> okay. That would be less spectacular than the, what this place is. And people don't realize it, but we're, you know, this is a spiritual, energetic, um, amazing, magical place. It really is where our thoughts <clears throat> create our reality. That's insane. Okay. But you've seen it when you're in a flow state and you're having those positive thoughts, right. And you're thinking, right. Everything just materializes. It just happens. It's insane. The world is a magical place. We are incredibly powerful beings, but they want to keep us in fear because that disconnects us from our power. Yeah, absolutely. That is that is spot on. Um, what uh, so the the elite, right? I, like what the way I'm. What, how are you, how are you telling people to take their power back? Like what is we're we're giving our power away to a lot of stuff, you know, yeah. and. The, to a lot of lies, a lot of, a lot of all lies. It's, it's all right. lies. It's all it's lies. Yeah. If there was a way to um, bet on news stories being real or, you know, bet, bet money on news stories being real or fake, if you just picked everything as fake, you'd be rich. 
Yeah. <laughs> Maybe a couple are real, yeah. but 99% are fake. So, you know, just, you can auto fake stuff. They, you know, they, people, they call us auto hoaxers sometimes because basically, you know, it used to be guilty until proven innocent. Now uh, on the news, that's like fake until proven real. Yeah. Yeah. So, so how do you take your power back? Here's the thing. When, when you wake up to flat earth, it, it's the biggest jarring thing of your life. It, it really is. I mean, like, Hey, you wake up, you find out, Oh, you know, that thing that happened in New York, it wasn't really done by the people from the middle East. It was done by, you know, people within the government, you know, you, all right. That's jarring. This is jarring. I'm ripping people's like you're taking the foundation out from underneath their feet. But the truth is you have no foundation. If you're spinning on a speck of dust flying through an infinite vacuum, right? The foundation is here on the flat earth. It's this, it's the, it's the basement of the universe. It's not moving. We are on it. We are connected to it. We are sucking energy out of it. We are, we are living within it. Uh, it's all a living system. And once you start to see that, you know, when people wake up, when you wake them up, people, people come into this very angrily, including myself. It's like, what about ships over the horizon? You know, and then you show them how ships go over the horizon and uh, it has nothing to do with a physical curve. And then they're like, okay, okay, well, what about eclipses? You know, and then you explain to them okay. how eclipses happen. And what about this? And what about, that? and then they finally go, well, what difference does it make? I still have to go to work. You know, I'm still nobody and I have no power. And that's the psyop. They don't want you to know that you have all the power, all of it, right? If everyone in the world united today, the elite would be done. They'd be finished. We wouldn't even have to like, go away, Mr. President, go away, Mr. Whatever, you know, you're, you're, you're nothing because everyone is living in fear. Everyone's living in fear and they have no, you know, they're giving away their power. So once you wake up to flat earth, you start taking your power back. You start realizing, you know, that, hey, I can stand up to this. Like I've had some run-ins with the police because of this whole masking issue and other things. And instead of just rolling over and giving them my ID and doing whatever they say, I say no. And they're like, yeah, I don't have to give you my ID. You have to give me your ID. And guess what? It works, right? It's like, I would never have had the courage to do that. And in the end, the cop like shakes your hand. He's like, you know, like they respect you for not rolling over like a pussy. All right. That's said it. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 so, get, uh, I get walked out of stores often enough with no man. Yeah. So, so, <laughs> but the thing is, you know, you can be a good person. All of this whole thing is about the way they do it is, is they keep us in fear, right? Because when you're living in fear, like fear of an asteroid could hit us at any moment, we're going to run out of food, global warming. The, the oceans are going to rise. We're going to be underwater. You know, the the sun's going to explode. The a meteor is going to hit us. Uh, um, there's you know nuclear bombs. All of that is nonsense. Okay, all of it's nonsense. And if you're living in that world of fear, then you kind of become uh, selfish and you kind of become looking out for yourself when in fact you should mm. be looking out for your neighbors. You should be all working together. Like we, we have these flat earth, flat earth conferences and, uh, there's one coming up in March in, uh, South Carolina, uh, which is, it's, it's amazing. We have hundreds and hundreds of people there. Everyone is awake. And I, I, I often tell people like, if I drop my wallet and it was, I, I don't know, $5,000 worth of cash in it, I know that somebody would return it to me because none of those people would steal it, right? But right. you couldn't say that anywhere else at another convention, your wallet would be gone, right? Yeah. It's because people wake up and they realize 
that there's nothing to be afraid of. There's nothing to be afraid of. Yeah. Except that. your zombie neighbors. <laughs> <laughs> right. But that's you here. There you are. You are spot on about that. The, the, <clears throat> the more I've been like diving into this, the more I've been just like open to, to the, uh, I guess the, the truth, the more I've been open to possibility, the more, the less fear shows up. It's like, it's almost like the vacuum is sucking the fear out. So that- think about fear. Fear is so bad that people could get diagnosed with cancer, false diagnose, and then die. And then find out they never had cancer because the fear yeah. killed them. Okay. No fear. So look at the whole world right now. Everyone is high, not everyone, but most people are hiding in their homes in fear. They're hiding. They're not touching anybody. You know, we're electrical beings. We need human touch and we need to see faces They're taking all of that away from us. They've divided us up so many ways that people can't see it. They're literally isolating everybody, which is lowering the human force, right? We have this force just like in star Wars, right? It's the force. And it's all of the interactions, all of the facial recognition of our, you know, seeing people's faces, all of that's been taken away. It's yeah. all been taken away and people are just willingly doing it and people are enforcing it. You have these people that are like, you know, how come you're not wearing a mask, right? These people are, are lost and they, 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 they're, they have Stockholm syndrome and, and this is what's wrong with the world right now. So, so again, this topic is important. Because when you wake up to it, you see through all these other things. And even if there was some sort of revolution or whatever, or the elite just laid down and like, okay, you know, go ahead, you're free. How long would we keep our freedom if we don't know where we are? Yeah, if, if we're used to giving our power away to nonsense, yeah, how long are we gonna, how long are we gonna keep the responsibility of our freedom? Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, let me ask you about sunsets. Um, and, and that, that video that you had playing with the boat looking like it was riding on another boat. Yeah. I think that's, that might be important for perspective. Uh, well, well, so that's different. That, that, that is different, um, than, than a sunset. So a boat is a terrestrial object and there's different reasons why a boat will disappear. One reason is because it, it, it's angular size gets too small. Right now, this has got a super zoom camera looking in on this, right? And it'll look like it'll disappear. Other times, it's it's riding on the ref, on the on what I call the mirage zone. So it's not a mirage. It's see that this 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 horizon here isn't really a physical horizon. This is just where the reflection starts. The real horizon is about this high. If you can look in the background, everything is mirrored. So the real horizon, the water is as high as my finger here. Okay. Yeah. Everything below my finger, right? I'll try to try to I see do it. it. Everything below that is a reflection of what's above it, right? It goes all the way over to the boat, too. Okay. And and so this isn't a physical horizon right here. But yeah. this is a terrestrial object. If the sun was above moving of Above this, right? It's an airplane flying away. It would disappear beyond this physical treetop horizon. Okay, right. you see what I'm saying? Let me show you. Let me just show you a different uh, a different video to, about how boats disappear. So, so right here, you don't see any boat, right? 
So we don't right. have we don't have the the mirroring so much today. But look right here, right there. There's a boat. And it's because its angular size is getting bigger because I'm zooming in. So I'm going to zoom all the way in and you can see the whole boat. And now I'm going to zoom out and it's like the boat's going away and watch, it's going to disappear from the bottom up. And see the, the bottom of the boat's gone. It's going up to the window. The boat's gone. Just the mask is there. Mast is there. And now it's gone. Now a glober would say that went over the horizon, but it didn't. It just disappeared because of a couple of reasons. One, the one thing I call is the wave front edge. These closer waves are blocking out the angular size of the lower part of the boat. So here, here's a, a hallway. If I walked around that hallway and you were standing right here and you had a telescope, could you zoom in and see me again? No. Of course not, because you'd be zooming into the wall, right? Because mm -hmm. I'd be behind it. So if I turn that over, and so if I walked over that and I'm behind there, you zoomed in, could you see me? Of course not. You'd be zooming no. in on the floor here. Okay. See through the floor. That's how a ball would work. But there's many times where we can zoom in on these boats and we can see them again. And that's because we're just increasing the angular size. Wow. You with me? That, that makes so much, so much sense. Absolutely so much sense. It's like, um, it's, there's, there's no wizardry in that. There's no, there's no it's, just, it's just, if, if it's, you can't, you can't see through matter. And it's, so, that's it. Let, <laughs> you can't so zoom let me, let me show you another thing. Another reason things disappear isn't because of angular size. It's because of atmospheric density. Okay. The air is thick, like water, like in a perfectly clean swimming pool, like an Olympic size swimming pool. You can't see the far end of the pool. Like if I do a smiley face on the wall on the smart end of the, on the end of the pool, you can't see it because the water just blocks the light. It just won't, you won't see that far. And the air is the same way. So this is a, a, a spot in Illusion, France. And uh, we're looking out over the water and out here is where Mount Canigou is, but you can't see Mount Canigou because it's 175 miles away. And if you look at the earth curve calculator for the height of the viewer and that distance, the very top of Mount Canigou, Mount Canigou should be a mile below this curvature. You with me? Okay. Yeah. Because of the curve, it should be a mile below the curvature. But the sun migrates in between its outer track and its inner track all year long. And two days a year, it lines up with this viewing spot and Mount Kanagu. And as you can see here, this looks like <laughs> clouds, but all of a sudden you can start seeing this mountain. And right where the mouse is right there, that's the highest point. That highest point should be a mile below the physical curve but it's not, it's right there, okay? This is not a mirage, because a mirage won't be able to block the sun. As you see, the sun is gonna get blocked by it. This is just showing you how light, the, the, the reflected light off the mountain can't make it to your eyes, but the light off the sun, which is brighter, can push through that extra distance. That's why you're able to see Mount Kanago. That is this amazing. Top of this mountain should be a mile below the curvature a mile. Right? And it wasn't there when the sun was only... It wasn't there when the sun was higher in the sky because it wasn't being backlit. It had to be backlit, right? That is... That's so here, here's what, it, here's what, this is at the beginning. Don't, you don't see anything. And this yeah. is a nice clear day, you know, um, and you, and even on a clear day, you don't see it because it's light can't push through and make it all the way to your eyes. Here's, a, here's another one. 
So this is a little different. I put my drone up super clear day. I'm zoomed in and the sun was up here in five minutes time. The sun just went down, 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 down. And if the earth was spinning, it would just keep on going. It would always move at the same rate, but it didn't. It went down, 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 down. And it got to this apparent horizon and then it just stopped and it sat there for 10 minutes. It literally just sat there. This is sped up uh, 2,500%, okay? okay? It sat there and then it just faded out and it never went away. Watch, it's gonna happen again right here. It just sits there and it doesn't go down, it goes away. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> it's still there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's still <laughs> there. It's just making its circle around and it goes away. We're brainwashed to think that light can travel for billions of years and stay just as bright. None of that happens. None of that happens. The throw of the sun's light is very small and close. Here, here's an experiment I did. I call it my flat earth kitchen. So I have a line. This line is level. And mm -hmm. I have the uh, camera at the height of the line just showing you that if I move it along the line, it, it uh, basically is going straight and level. Right, and these these are like mountains or cloud banks, whatever whatever they want to be. It's fine. So then I'm going to show you the same track filmed from the level of the counter, and it kind of looks like it's going down. Right, that yeah. line it's hard to see is level. Yeah. And when it goes by there, look, it sets from the bottom up. And this horizon, since it's so far away, this thing which is way higher in the sky looks like it's at eye level because that's how you're. That's how your um your eyes work this looks like it's level with your eyes when it's really ten thousand feet in the air and here it is here's the same thing here's the original and here's a real sunset and you see this is a fake horizon this is going by the atmospheric deck of opacity right here i call it so it's just like this as it starts going by here it's setting it looks just like that it's awesome that is right? amazing. Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm sharing my oh. app here. Have you seen my app? Yeah, please do. Yes, I, uh, I did get your app. All right, you have it. So let me just show for the people listening, I'll do a quick run through 90 seconds, maybe two minutes. You ready? Is there, are you sharing it on the screen nice and big? Yes. So the sky is a perfect clock. The sun goes around once a day so it keeps track of the hours and the and the days and as you can see it's gaining distance from the moon so it laps the moon once a, every 20 29 days so the moon's phases and its cycles its phases and position keep track of the weeks and the months in the sky clock and if i slow it down and i turn on the stars the stars spin just slightly faster than the sun. So the sun will move into the, 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 um, the zodiac will catch up to the sun. So right now Pisces is catching up to the sun and we'll be in Pisces for the next month. And then, okay. you know, everyone after that will follow and it takes a year to reset because it laps the sun once a year. So the stars keep track of the seasons and the years. If I turn on the world time, it shows you where, um, how the time zones are. So I'll stop it right now. It's 3 a.m. in uh, Eastern Australia and it's 7 p.m. in South Africa. And wherever the sun is, it's noon. So I'm on the East Coast, it's noon for me right now. And right. That's, how, that's how the sky clock works. I showed you the compass earlier. 
the compass, the north is in the center. East and west are circles around that center because remember your compass has to point towards the, the center. So right. east and west are circles and south is every direction away from the center. And nobody can go from Santiago straight down and pop out on the top in Australia because the earth is flat. So what I tell people is every day, there's a new video down here, watch the featured video every day for two weeks. And if you can come up with one proof the earth is a globe after doing that, I'll give you a Bitcoin or a hundred ounces of silver. And oh, so that, that's, the, that's, the, that's the challenge. That's the challenge. But before you do it, you have to hit the question mark and up come all of the questions that you're going to ask, you know, like uh, what about Southern flights or, you know, who's behind the lie or, or why the lie or what about gravity? Um, yeah, can, you, can you talk about gravity a little bit or? Yeah, we'll talk about gravity. Um, so if I hit what about gravity, up come playlists of videos about gravity that you won't easily find on, on YouTube because they don't want you to find that. They'll just feed you propaganda. If you hit the little web web button up come this other play page you have my, all my interviews are up there the flat earth friend finder um flat earth man music amazing videos there if you have kids just break out the flat earth man and uh your kids will be smarter than any other kids in the school um bottom right mud floods if you're looking at uh, mud floods uh there's all sorts of stuff in the curve calculator if you're if you're like hey I want to do an experiment myself. You go to the beach, you get a super zoom camera and you say, Hey, I, I, I know how far that land is or that buoy is. And basically you just pull up the curve calculator. You put in your viewer height, you calculate the distance and it will calculate the, the height uh, that should be hidden. So okay. that's pretty cool. I have playlists yeah, in different really languages. We're, we're working on mm -hmm. that. And um, that's the app. It does a whole bunch of other things. You know, it gives you, it's a great weather app too. You just click the weather on the upper right. Um, it does a bunch of stuff, but really fun What's is- the little jumping guy in the, in the, in the little I'll, I'll show you, let me show you that. Yeah, okay. so you can change, you can change, pick, pick different backgrounds, like whatever you want. Yeah, that's you, cool. Yeah, there, yeah there's the a lot of cool, cool stuff. Or you can have a random background uh, show up just to turn, turn that random background switch on. And then uh, you can also get cool t-shirts. You can gift the app to a friend, though nothing better than turning a friend into a flat earther. So only on Apple can you gift it to them. Uh, unfortunately, okay. on Google, you can just send them the link and uh, send them $3 on PayPal. The app is $3. So you're buying me a half of a warm beer, but uh, the app does cost a lot. And uh, this is how I support myself. This is how I'm able to do all these interviews. So there you go. And it's a one-time charge. There is a subscription option in there. You don't have to do it. You only get one pop-up a day, no ads, just exit out and you don't have to subscribe. It's only a buck, but you don't have to subscribe. But if you want to support me, yeah, sure. I'm cool, I'm awesome. You can, and if you don't like doing monthly, just do 11 bucks for the year and you're done with it, all right? You ever buy a round of drinks in a bar? What's a bar? What do you mean buy a round of drinks? You mean hanging out with friends? That's crazy. Um, so watch the sun. So the little jumping guy, will move the sun. The sun migrates in between this inner yellow line is the Tropic of Cancer and the outer yellow line is the Tropic of Capricorn. So I'm gonna move okay. it to June, April, May, June, and it's over the inner track, okay? Okay. So that's when it's our inner Northern summer. So imagine an airplane flying 
over your head at 10,000 feet. That's your summer sun. Okay, just that airplane is your summer sun. It's high in the sky. And now another airplane, same altitude, just 50 miles to the south. Okay, and it's paralleling that plane. Well, that's your winter sun. It's lower in the sky because it's farther away. So during our summer, the sun is closer to us in the north and it's the winter for the outer southern lands. If I jump forward to um, January or December, so December, there we go, December, it's now our inner northern winter because we're that farther airplane that's out and they're having their summer because look, it goes right over Australia. So they're in the heat of their summer in December where we're in the middle of our winter. So that's how seasons work. Yeah, that's, uh, that is, that's amazing. It's, it's, it's awesome to, to just have that visual. Yeah, and so the sun um, migrates every six months It'll cross over the equator twice, once in March 21st and once in September 21st. Then June 21st, it'll be on the inner track. And December 21st, it's over the outer, um, it's outer path, right? Yeah. And there you go. And by the way, if, uh, if you don't wanna wait for uh, the daily videos, you just hit that little play button next to it that says archive and up comes all of the videos from that month. They're all there. So you can go back and review them all if you missed any, or you can hit the little hamburger at the top and up come all of the other months from before and you hit those, there's you know 30 videos in each one of those. So there's tons and tons of information that you won't easily find on YouTube. Yeah, all, all, all great stuff to, uh, what's that? It's called, it's called the Flat Earth Sun, Moon, and Zodiac Clock App by Blue Water Bay. There are some knockoffs in there that are not good. So if you get those, uh, there's a free one on Android. Don't send me an email telling me my app sucks because that's not my app. You want to put the QR code on the screen? What's that? You want to put the QR code on the screen? Yeah, there's, there's like a that. QR code. Yeah. If you're looking at us on the computer, just point your camera right there and it'll pull the right one up for you. you just remember if you put in flat earth clock, it'll come up by Blue Water Bay. Just look for this little icon, this little map right here. Um, flat earth, sun, moon, and zodiac clock app by Blue Water Bay. And uh, if you don't, if you're like, I don't pay, pay for apps, that's fine. You don't have to get it. You, you can just um, not get it and, and go to our Facebook page. You'll get some of the information there. But just read the reviews. The reviews will say it all, except for the person that's like, my phone from 2004 doesn't work with your app. Well, nope, it won't work. You need a you need uh, Android 8.0 or an iPhone 6 minimum or better. And then uh, then it'll work. So there you go. Awesome. Yeah, and I, I'm, I'm having fun with the app uh, and I'm, I'm having a ton of fun with, uh, with all your videos. Um, one video, there, there was that, that one, it was a, an amateur rocket. They were, they were, in, they were in Arizona. I actually almost put the, I, I have a new, uh, not a new one, but a, a more in-depth one of that rocket, uh, almost went on the app today. It might go on okay. tomorrow unless something else comes up, but this is it. This is a rocket. Unlike NASA's rockets, which go right out to sea and crash. Um, no one's on mm -hmm. them. This one went straight up. And they gave us an uninterrupted view. NASA will never give you an uninterrupted view. Watch NASA, any NASA SpaceX videos, cut, 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 cut. It's edit, like a movie because it, it, it is a movie. And then it, it went kerplunk. It went into something. And while it was floating there, it turned on its side. And all of a sudden, we could see the moon. 
right? So what's weird about that? Well, the, the, the weird thing is, you know, I'm gonna show you the moon's coming up, here it comes. So all of a sudden, here's the moon right there. That's the moon, right? right? Huh. The moon was over Australia or New Zealand at the time, okay? This is Australia. And this is not Australia, this is, um, um, I'm sorry. This is uh, uh, Arizona. And if you look at a globe, you know, if this microphone was the globe, we're like a quarter of a millimeter over this and New Zealand's over here. How could we see the moon? Right. We'd have to be looking through the globe earth to see it. You know how we can see the moon, the same reason we can't circumnavigate to the South. Right. Cause the, the earth is clearly <laughs> flat and stationary. Here, let's, uh, let's talk about what about all those rockets that people see, you know, here's a, a space uh, 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 blue, I think this was blue origin launch. They do a combination of miniatures of, of helium. Look at this thing. Look how fake this is, right? They yeah. do CGI, you know, but the people that are watching from 10 miles away, they're seeing something launch up. That's mostly, uh, most times a blimp, right? Watch what happens here. Watch what happens to this. This is all CGI and they have a major glitch that happens. Watch the top half of the rocket, right? So they're, they're going, they're filming and then something went wrong and the rocket oh, disappeared. Okay, this happens more than once. Okay. Oh, wow. Yeah. And people are like, oh, you know, the Globers will say, well, that's just, you know, compression. You know, they just make up crap, right? This is nonsense. This is utter nonsense, which is what they show us. Yeah. You know, and, and these things, they're always showing a nice close-up. They don't show you one shot from it taking off and and then uh, and then just keep on going. It's cut, 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 cut. Within five seconds, within 10 seconds of launch, there's a half a dozen cuts. 10 seconds, half yeah. a dozen cuts. It's insane. It's insane. And then this is has to have millions and millions and millions of pounds of thrust. Where, how come this smoke isn't being just obliterated? Right. If you look at the smoke, none of it makes any sense. People will say, well, well, look at this, you know, look at, look at what uh, this Russian fighter can do, you know, and uh, this one got me for a while. I'm like, look at this plane, what, what this plane can do. Right. Yeah. And if the sound really, really brings it home when you listen to this thing, but it, it it's doing all of the stuff which is basically mind control because this isn't the real plane. It's complete CGI. Okay. Right. When you listen to it, when it, when you watch the actual video, um, the sound really sends it home. It's like everyone thought it was real, but it's fake. So they can fake stuff. So amazing that uh, people will just buy it. Yeah, look, like the the way I've been kind of understanding, like just watch the Avengers movies. Yeah. Um, yeah. you know, or, or any any of the, the CGI movies. I mean, it is so good right now. They do uh, better than NASA. Him? They do yeah. they do better than NASA. This is you know, might be NASA. Yeah. <laughs> NASA, you know, the, the green screen technology that they use is is it's amazing what they can do. I mean, this stuff is it, it, you can't detect it if you don't know, if you don't know. I mean, NASA is constantly screwing up though. And 
there's so many screw ups. I wonder, did they do that on purpose? Are they telling us? You know, I believe that they're always required to tell us so they don't break our free will. And if we're too stupid to see it, then uh, then that that's on us. Yeah. So yeah, I'm learning a lot of that too. <laughs> yeah. Um, the uh, the clues, the seeing through the bullshit. Uh, my book is the bullshit machine, right? That's oh nice. <laughs> yeah, seeing through the bullshit. Um, so and and I'm telling you, Dave, thank you so much for contacting me because there's like you're you're presenting the bullshit. Yeah, look at this. Like, look, this is in real time. Eyes. In real time, they can remove things that are in real time. So they're filming. They just quickly circled something, and the computer fills in like there's like it's not there. There was a little artifact right there, but so this is missing, yeah. right? They just this is done in real time. Okay, so watch that. Like here, they're gonna get rid of the drain. I think so. The middle. Thing. Oh, there, there's something in the middle, I right? Mean, yeah, the counter, yeah. 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 Oh, there they got rid of the dream. Okay. Yeah. Ooh. So, so basically, they go in, they just circle it, and bam, it it just goes away. Mm. Yeah, man. And so they do this with with astronauts in the water, and uh, you know they they have um they have um they have scuba divers, you know, moving these these guys around, and people just buy it up. People just believe that all of this stuff is happening when in fact it's all being done, you know, in the National Buoyancy Lab. Here's this the <laughs> shuttle. I mean, the, the space station and the green screens and this is what they show us here. And people yeah. buy it up. The question was yeah, once asked to NASA, why do you have green screens in the training pool? And their answer was to make it more realistic for the astronauts. Well, the astronauts that are doing the training aren't seeing the what's they're on the green, green screen, right? right? Like when green. I look back, I see a green screen. I don't see this image. Right. Yeah, that's one of the things that, that I talk about a lot is how indoctrinating the TV is oh, and yeah. how, how indoctrinating, I, I call them the people on the TV. I call it VT, like just, yeah. to, just to lower it a little bit, just to lower its importance. You know, we saw the moon landing on the TV. We saw... Uh, 9-11 happened on the TV. Our news channels have been indoctrinating the most trusted news source for 50, you know, like, right. and and with the with all the technology and all the huck and buck and all the bullshit, what are we showing me here now? <laughs> this is the Moonlander. We put some googly eyes on it because it kind of looks like a guy going, you know, with, with the, the tape. right? <laughs> but look, look, this is the close up. This is a spaceship, all right? Look at these panels. <laughs> yeah. Your drywall doesn't look like that. <laughs> if you if somebody did like a garage like this, if you could get the hell out of here, this isn't even weatherproof, let alone space proof. Right. And people, people believe this crap. Here's one for you. Ready? Werner von Braun. You know who he is? He's the mm -hmm. the German scientist that was brought over to run NASA, the Nazi. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. On his gravestone. He, his grave, he's the guy that ran NASA, right? On his gravestone, he had Psalms 19.1 uh, on his gravestone, right? Psalms 19.1, what does that say? Psalms 19.1 basically says, um, it talks about the, the, it talks about the firmament 
uh, over over the earth. And I'm just looking up. I have an image if I can find it, because as I said, this thing always rearranges everything on me. It's coming. Basically, it says, uh, God, um, God, I don't want to misquote it because I get yelled at when I misquote it by the Christians, but hmm. it'll, I'll, I'll find it in a second. So basically, he's talking about the firmament over our heads, which why would a NASA rocket scientist be talking about on, on his gravestone? Now, is it a deathbed confession or is it again, is it them required to tell us, you know, what's going on? You know, them just basically spilling, spilling the truth. No, that's a, that's the Hollywood walk, walk of frame. Why, why do astronauts have a star on the Hollywood actors walk of fame? I didn't even you know, know that that was a thing. That was, <laughs> oh, that was, Hollywood that was a great movie. Art. Yeah, wow. well, it's because it's, it's cause, for cause, Apollo 11. Yeah, because they're actors. They're all wow. actronauts. <laughs> they're all actronauts. I like that. I, I always like that one as much as scientism. <laughs> yeah. Um, God darn it. I wish I, uh, I, I, I wish I could friggin' find this thing because it was a good slide. It's coming. All right, it, what else? Oh. Oh yeah, so going back to Werner von Braun. Werner von Braun in the 1950s wrote a book called Mission to Mars or the some uh, Mission to Mars. And on it, it it was basically a story about a group of humans that went to Mars to start a colony and guess who that person that ran that colony was named? Elon. 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 Oh, okay. <laughs> right? And so this is the book. Right? Project Mars, right? It's still available on Oh, by the way, they changed the cover because look at his rocket and look at Elon's rocket. This is SpaceX's Mars rocket. Huh. Just like this rocket. Okay. Is, this yeah. is called predictive programming. You go on Amazon now, it, they changed the cover. I believe they changed okay. it because we're pointing at pointing all this stuff out and people are like, what? Oh, wait, okay. a minute. Yeah. wait a minute. Oh, here it is. Look here. There it is. The heavens declare the glory of God and the firmament sheweth his handiwork. This is Werner von Braun's gravestone. Why is that on his gravestone? Because the earth is flat, perhaps? <laughs> there you go. Here's how much fun they're having with us. This is Space Force's new emblem. Yeah, Space the Force. symbolism, yes. Got it. This is Starfleet Command. Yeah. This is Starfleet Command. This is predictive programming. People don't yeah. understand how it works. If they, if they remember, uh, you know, the story of, uh, of Sputnik one, whatever satellites going to space when the whole satellite race started. Well, if there wasn't predictive programming, people go, wait a minute, a thing falling around the earth. That doesn't make any sense. Right. But, but Arthur C. Clarke years before or a year before or 10 years before, whatever the number was, came up with the story with a book about satellites. It was just, you know, it was a, a book. It was science fiction, but then all of a sudden it became real and people are like, oh, that makes sense because their brain like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Satellites going around. So in science fiction. They, they always, they always tell us, you know, beforehand uh, mm -hmm. about something, you know, just like dinosaurs, the guy that 
came up with the concept of dinosaurs a year later to the day discovered the first dinosaur. Okay. Yeah, quite a manifestation. Yeah. So maybe yeah. he manifested. Yeah, good, good one. <laughs> I don't think so. All right. Any other questions before we let? We maybe should start to wrap it up. Any any other like what other things that make you think that the flat Earth is impossible? Do you have any? Uh, well, what I'm what I'm finding is I'm finding that I'm finding a lot of things that make the round Earth impossible. Yeah. Like the it's and that's that's the thing like. Uh, one of the guys that got me and like day three, uh, Owen Benjamin. Owen. Uh, yeah. Oh, I, and I, and I remember, you know, I used to listen to Owen a lot in the car, you know, with the, the comedy and stuff like that. And I, and I, and I saw that, that video of him saying, I don't want to be a flat earth person. That's me. That's my video. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That is your video. And, and I'm, and I'm, and I'm watching this thing and I'm like, dude, this is exactly how I feel right now. Like I'm, I'm going, like, I'm like, I'm still kind of in this Do prove it to me. Show Neil, me this. Neil, this, five years ago, you could say that now so many people are waking up to it. You're going to be in the majority soon, right? You don't right. want to be, what do you want to be in the, in the zombie, you know, population, or do you want to be in the awake population? There's more and more right. people waking up. There's so many closet flat earthers that are starting to come out now. I think by the end of this year, if they don't blow up the world, you know, you know, shut the power off or whatever, that this is going to, this is going to just be over the top there. Everyone's going to know. And uh, maybe it'll save the world. Maybe people will wake up and disconnect, you know, they're from giving their energy to these, these sadistic, you know, Satanists that are running it right now. Right. Disconnect from this and, and connect more to this. Um, and to each other, you're talking about that, uh, that electro, uh, we, we have, a, we have our own magnetic field, Absolutely. right? That, that extends six to 12 feet. That's why the six feet social distance, there I you mean, go. we, we need to see faces. We need right. to, to gather in groups. We need to, you know, respect one another. One of the most interesting things that, that I found, um, when I, when I started doing this research is people debunking each other like like the globers debunking the flat earthers their main way to do it is to call them an idiot or to call them stupid it's like the more sass you put by behind your belief and this is the world we're living in right now and i don't it's not going to last long but the more sass the more bullshit you put behind your belief the more true you think it is the more true you're presenting it and it's like it's like wait a second Stop for a second. If you can get through, like if people are going to start doing the flat earth research and start actually just, just open themselves up to the possibility, understand that sass and, and you're an idiot doesn't make the other guy true. Doesn't Wendy, make the other guy right. Yeah. Wendy, the comments on your, your video, you're going to get, I have a, a team of trolls that follow me around and they're going to be like, Dave's a scammer. You know, there's no proof of this. There's no, but they'll never offer a proof of the globe. They'll just say stuff. And then the ones that comment on everyone's comment, go to their channel and they're empty channels. They're trolls. They're, they're, they're bots. There's yeah. zero content on their channel. So, you know, I, I always say, you know, like if, if somebody thinks if some, listen, if somebody legitimately thinks I'm crazy, awesome. Show me your proof of the globe. Show me one proof of the globe and you get a Bitcoin, right? That's almost $50,000 right now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, and, and so that, go ahead. No, no, that's it. <laughs> yeah. So that's, that's what I want to tell people here. 
I, I, what I understand is bullshit, right? I understand when we're being bullshitted and when, if like, if somebody's going to say, oh, Dave's full of shit and this and that, I understand, like, I understand when, when somebody's trying to, to sell me, somebody's trying to, to push bullshit on me. So like when, when people say, oh, like Dave's bullshit, Dave's it, dude, I, I, I feel, I feel your truth. I feel where you're coming from. I feel your vibration. Let me say it like that. If, 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 you, if you can align with that, I, I feel where you're coming from. And like I said, there, you're not out there, you know, like hammering people like you're fucking morons and this and that, which we, we can do that. But there's, let's just show, let's just, let's just get real and show what's, what's real to us. We, we've, we've, we've made science this thing that's so far beyond what, what our minds can comprehend. Science is here and now. Science is, oh, this is how it, you know, this is how it works. We learn from science. Science is an absolute truth. The absolute truth is in the here and now. Um, and that's, you know, I, I, just, I appreciate what you do. I appreciate the way you present. I appreciate, you know, the, uh, just the, the amount of honesty or truth that, that, that you're spreading. I, I uh, thanks so much. <laughs> I, I've been doing a lot of interviews and uh, I did an interview with three guys the other day called uh, We the People Radio, um, their, their show. Three guys, two of them were like on the fence a little bit. One guy was the resident skeptic. And by the end of the show, the resident skeptic was holding his head going, oh my God, I got a lot of work to do. Because as I say in uh, most shows is the, the globe has a massive, massive advantage over flat earth. It's you could just believe. All right, I believe the earth is a globe. And now you can yeah. go smoke a joint, you go take a nap, do whatever you want. You don't have to do anything else. You want to understand where you live. It takes time, effort, and thought. But one thing Flat Earth does is you'll never be bored again, ever. If you're ever <laughs> there's always new stuff to look. You're not bored for a second. If you have insomnia, awesome. You got more time to research. All right. If you wake up at three o'clock in the morning, you got five hours before you have to talk to anybody. Okay. Yeah. So uh, life, life is, uh, is truly amazing and it only gets better when you know who you are, where you are and what you are. Yeah. One, one interview I would really encourage people to, to see of yours. Uh, it's that you did a radio interview uh, with the dude. He was holding his hands like this, doing that, that, oh, that recently, yeah. to the devil or whatever it is. Yeah. You put it up, I think two weeks ago towards no, the like end of days the, ago. Like or a was it three days ago? ago? Okay. All right, so towards the end of this video, this guy gets so pig-headed, so he just shuts down and says, bye, Dave, you know, like, thanks for calling. And, and it was, he, he just, like, started spitting bullshit. So I gave you a website. You better, you, you can't tell me that, that I'm, you know, I'm wrong or I anything like that. I couldn't even like hear the, web, the website that he gave me, but he was saying, basically, his quote was, he could tell that there's curvature because of the spin of the earth. What does that even mean? And you put it up there as a quote, and I love that. I love that. It's just, dude, it's it's calling that out. It is calling that out. And and if if somebody wants to wants to really see what what somebody's calling science or or just how how pigheaded and and stuck in in their indoctrination, mental construct, however you want to say it, watch that video of that's on my it's on my youtube channel d-i-t-r-h just the initials for deep inside the rabbit hole you could also find it on the app if you hit the web button and then uh go to interviews 
the, the you know DITRH interviews. Uh, it's there, and uh, the name of the video is called. I don't remember. Oh, it's. Uh, I don't know. I forget the name. He of the hates video. Rich, something. Richie hates flat Earth or something. Whatever his oh, name Richie is, hates flat Earth. <laughs> yeah. Something. Yeah, yeah. Is, is the, the name, name of the video. Uh, video. The, the name of the video is uh, Doctor Rashad Richie hates flat Earth, and uh, it was just put up two days ago. So there you go. Yeah, two I'll days link, ago as, a, as of recording this. It's a it's a top it's a it's the last video uh, the newest video on my YouTube channel D I T R H. Yeah. So yeah, so cool. So you guys can find me at uh, my website, my uh, Instagram, and my Facebook by the same name, the Flat Earth Podcast. Uh, the my YouTube, as I said, D I T R H, just the initials for Deep Inside the Rabbit Hole, and then of course the app. And the best way, you know, if everybody just woke somebody up once a week in a year, the whole world would know the earth is flat. And one of the best ways is this app. Okay. Even if it wasn't mine, but it is mine and it's awesome. People <laughs> love it. All right. If people do, I love it. The app to a Listen, if you're a flat earther, you know that you're like surrounded by zombies. And there's nothing like getting together. Like we have these meetups and just like three or four or 10 or 50 people show up. You're like, awesome. I'm around people I can talk to. It's, it's like a new family. So it's the best $3 you could ever spend. Gift it to your, to your family and friends and just give them the challenge. Say, listen, watch the video every day for two weeks. And if you can come up with one proof that you live on a globe that you'll get a Bitcoin, right? And then I'll shut up about That's flat awesome. earth. <laughs> and That's awesome. that, that might even be worth more than the Bitcoin to that person. But <laughs> there's no way you can watch those videos every day and not uh, not realize that we don't live on a spin ball. I say people's heads are filled with dirt. All you gotta do is put a couple seeds in there and they, and they sprout. Dude, that's genius. I love it. Thank you for that, dude. Uh, Dave, man, I, I thank you so much for contacting me. Thank you so much for, for, uh, for, showing spreading showing the Thanks. what you know and it's uh you're you're you are so instrumental in the waking up in humanity and brother i appreciate you <laughs> i really do all right neil so, thanks I, man thanks that guy everybody that was dave weiss um dave the flat earth sun moon and zodiac clock app d-i-t-r-h on youtube the flat earth podcast Find Dave everywhere. Dave, thank you again. And uh, right, Neil, we'll thanks. talk soon. All right. Have a good one, buddy.